No, that is any of your business, but... Nay, it's showtime. And leave me to my lotions. Oh, the floor just cracked. I believe I might fall. I work hard. I, I I do my darnest bestest to put out quality content, even though this last month or two has been severely lacking due to uh, uh, moving and renovations and all that good stuff. Real also, life we came down to visit. Internet. <clears throat> yeah, and then yeah, you we, came we went down to visit. <clears throat> There's a bigger... Di- See, we actually all live a fair way away from each other. Kenny lives interstate from us too, and me and Alex live like probably about a two-hour drive from. Or that's probably maybe, a one, and a, half one and a half. Drive. It's more like what? Yeah, one and a half hour drive, like a three-hour. Yeah, but neither bus of us ride. drive, so <laughs> yeah, it's three hours by public transport. So realistically, we live anywhere in the state. But wait, you guys live like an hour and a half apart, but you're still within Melbourne's suburbs. Yeah, Melbourne suburbs are fucking big- huge. Yeah, but like in Adelaide, it takes me one hour to go from the northern part of Adelaide to the southern part of Adelaide. One yeah, hour. Adelaide's small. Yeah, like compared it, to Melbourne. It's like I, we can, we can drive for like two hours and we're still not out of Melbourne. That's rough. Yeah, I remember I think like Melbourne, to- like Melbourne's like with its suburbs is the largest city in the world. Well, it was voted like num- most livable f- city. Yeah, the most livable city where is the most livable city <laughs> fuck i think like that that whole uh contest has just got fucking slapped with the coronavirus fucking like melbourne still wins melbourne still the wins most livable city 2020 say 2020 austria austria and then melbourne and then uh, sydney the- <laughs> austria I believe the judges the might have been paid off. The country of Austria. Vienna, Austria. Sorry, Vienna. Vienna, Vienna Austria. What a shit. That place is a shithole. Well, apparently. I don't uh, agree. Scored like, a perfect one. Look, I'm, looking, I'm looking at Vienna right now. These people look like they're living <laughs> fear of Shrek attacks. <laughs> oh, no. What are you doing? It's just blurred out the whole thing. There we go. Oh no! Gonna, it's gonna, telling chuck. me I need to unlock it. Fuck off! I'm gonna, I'm why, gonna chuck why, this why into our general chat. Your shit. <laughs> <laughs> you dipshit! I accidentally clicked on to join the general talk, but no. Here you go. I'll chuck it into the general chat. Look at that shit right there. One hundred percent. Those people are not living in the twenty-first century. They're living in the first century. Yeah, but that's Who so nice looking. they're enjoying themselves and having a nice life? Not only are they enjoying themselves, but the rest of the world is too. They were 0.8% off from getting a perfect rating. So for... Mm. Oh. Wow. Fucking Melbourne. Doing the... Melbourne has been the top three... For five years straight, and for wow. three of those years, they were number one. And considering we're here in Melbourne, we think this place is a shithole. Maybe we should uh, start lowering our standards. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I don't know. I just went on numbio. No, that's uh, that's, that's not true. Oh. It's the, Melbourne is great. There's just some issues with it, and like ninety percent of them stem from the government. Honestly, yes. Yeah, you fucking greens. But yeah, Adelaide has been. In the well, top that, five, the Australian government is. Look, we we we're fully aware of what's happened in other countries and their divisive leadership. We just have stupid leadership. leadership. No, the the issue with our leadership is basically. Mm. It's very good at avoiding responsibility about the things it's supposed to govern. Did you know there are still Australian citizens stranded outside of Australia? Yes. Yeah, but from like you know why? March last year. You know why? Because when the government said, "Hey, pack it up, come home," they're like, "Nah, she'll be right," and now they're having a good old sook. No, not in all cases. There's some cases like that. Some cases are definitely not. Yeah. Like, some cases aren't. Some cases are. Like, you have to pretty much view it as a case-by-case basis. But the fact that there are cases... That that we're an entertainment video game podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we occasionally talk about games on this podcast. It is true. Yeah. Not, Not the politics of shit politicians <laughs> i can a bagel from a rope and try and lure fucking president Dude, bagels back fucking, from fucking hawaii i don't understand the obsession with we people prime with bagels i don't care <laughs> bagels are like the stale bread that uh, i don't mm. look the only way you could lure scomo back from hawaii is if you dangle the margarita from a string Oh, fucking yeah. Our Prime Minister looks like a vodka cruiser person. I think he meant the pizza. I mean, probably both. You can dangle both margaritas, <laughs> see which one he goes for. I was thinking more of it's like, yeah, the, it's like yeah, the Just t- give him a bowl of passion pop. <laughs> it's the, oh, it's the T Rex in, Jura- in Jurassic Park. Yeah, just, <laughs> you're holding a piece of margarita pizza, you just throw it to the side, he'll go after it. Fucking hell. Anyway, hey boy, uh, I've got a golden gay time for you. Oh, man. Don't get me started on the golden gay time. I can, I can actually great. go for a golden gay time right now. Fucking great. But it's, I'm sure everyone's heard of it by far, but, but of it by now, but uh, that's just an ice cream here in Australia. Yep. Yeah, don't get any fancy idea, foreigners. We like our golden gay times, and it's because it's a food item only. Yeah. Yeah, don't get it <laughs> twisted. Anyway, Jaden, what have you done this week? Uh, as little as possible. Nice. Yeah. Kenny, what, Alex, I, what have you done this I week? I was like at your place <laughs> almost a week ago, wasn't I? What day is uh, it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, last week. It's Monday. Last week we were at Kenny's. No, it wasn't it, last week. We were here in like the 26th. It was, it was a week and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because we came back on the 1st of May. We're there from you were here the for Wednesday. a couple of days. Couple of days. We're there. Yeah, we're there Thursday, Friday. But yeah, so you were here. Um, uh, what have <clears throat> I? So what have I done? Uh, I've started my next unit of uni. Yeah, but we mean video games. And unless he's 
unless his uni means video games. Incorrect. No, I've just been playing. I've well, I've been doing Dragon Ball like I always do. Hmm. Still heaps of fun. Um, but I also. I've been fucking around with modding Skyrim and Fallout again. And I've just been playing a bunch of Legends of Runeterra Riot's card game. I've actually been playing a fair amount of League again too. Has has uh, the card game got anything to do with the fact that me and Alex are getting into magic again? Yes and no. Right? So I've played Legends of Runeterra since its first beta. Yeah. I really like it, and to the point where there was an expansion that came out on the 5th of May, so five days ago, mm-hmm. and I have almost every card from it, and every pre- I have almost every card in the game. I have every card before this expansion, and almost every one from this one. I also haven't spent any money in this game. Yeah, well, that's a good thing, because uh, in our card game, nah, money... You need to spend it. But I think you guys getting into magic is what kind of triggered me playing it, like replay getting into it. But on the flip side, I also knew this expansion was coming, and it's I really like this one. There's some there's some cool characters in it. Oh, that's always uh, good. That's well, also, as long as you're having fun with it. Yeah, you sick fuck. Yeah. Fuck, make me sick, League of Legends. Yeah. Talking about people who throw hundreds of dollars at JPEGs with a stat line. Yeah, well, fucking what do you think card games are? Yes, that's true. I've, I've, I've thrown a good chunk of money at, uh, at uh, cards with a little description on them. And the little description makes my pee pee go hard. And I'm kind of looking then, at these full text land cards, like man. Yeah, I'm kind of. You, I kind of. You'd be surprised how much reading is required for like games like Magic: The Gathering, and how little reading people do. Well, that's <laughs> that's why Jordan said he doesn't want to get into it because he doesn't want to write read an essay for every card. And yes, that's an exaggeration, but th- there's a lot of reading. <laughs> I, I mean, especially, like, especially getting into it, because mm. <laughs> <laughs> where's the image on that card? Forest. <laughs> Add one mana tool. Discounts as mana source. Activate its ability and interrupt unused mana empties from your mana pool and set phases out. The mana is used to pay mana cost for spells. The cost activate the abilities and any other abilities require mana. Any mana used to pay such cost empties in your mana pool when lands are colorless can be tapped for turn. They are battlefield under your control. Playing the land a special action can do this once per turn. Your main phase when you could play a sorcery. Do you really prefer this big green tree? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's that's what the card said. Um, but yeah. yes, it is the entire. Aside from like the last sentence, that is the entire rule for playing a land or a though, green land specifically. Though that's generally listed in the rules and not uh, yes on the card. Oh yeah, the other thing I did this week pertaining to video games is opened my computer up, cleaned it, and installed a one terabyte SSD in it. Oh, so you actually got it? Yes. Okay. So, well, I so did you, that. So also, now you're running games at the doing... fucking the ludicrous speeds of SSD. Is it an M.2 or just a regular SSD? Uh, it's a regular one. 
Ew. I've only, well, I've only got one M.2 <laughs> slot, and so it's a SATA, a serial ATA cable. Um, I've only got one M.2 slot on my computer, and it's currently got, like, it's currently in. That's the SSD the boot system's on. Okay. So Cause I, I already well, had that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you already got an M.2. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah, so many- that's that's my boot system, and then this one I bought specifically for doing games with, because I could I could have theoretically I was looking at getting like spending a bunch of money and getting a one or two terabyte M2 and swapping it over, but then I need to do a bunch of stuff like actually cloning my boot drive and moving that over and stuff I just couldn't be bothered doing, and I don't need it. Like a SATA drive is fast enough for me. Yeah, I want to say, like, with me, I've got a lot of uh, stuff in uh, my thing. So I have a one terabyte uh, M.2 SSD. I have a 250 gig regular SSD, which I have my boot drive on. And then I have seven terabytes of regular hard drive space, all filled to the brim, looking really red. But yes, uh, but I guess yeah, because because we haven't done a podcast in a bit, I guess we should also cover what we were doing over at your place, pertaining uh, to video games. Anyway, not the sex, not the sex. Um, what, so well, yeah, that when, didn't relate to the video game, did it? No, that's <laughs> not. That's not. But when has that ever stopped us? Uh, so yeah, when you guys are over, uh, in in terms of video games, we played a, a good chunk of Dragon Ball. Uh, Jaden competed in his Dragon Ball tournament while we were here. Won one game. Incorrect. No, you won a game. I did not win a game. I'm pretty sure you did, and then you lost a game, and then you lost that next game, and that was it. Yeah, you won a game. No, I... I, Sorry, I won a single match out of the set. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure you beat one of the people there, and then you got to the next guy who was like... No, first round, um, Jaden got knocked out, put in the loser's bracket, and then the second round, he got knocked out of the tournament altogether. Uh, give, me, give me a second. Yeah, give me a second. Yeah. Give, so that's, that's not give heroic, yeah, me it? a second. Yeah, it was, just two it. Lo- it was just two losses. Damn. Um, so, stage right. We'll put up stage right. That's fine. But uh, So, we did some of that. Um, um, we discovered the joys of Lethal League Blaze. Yes, yeah, I'm surprised that you game guys was a lot of fun. I'd heard of it, but yeah, I, I that heard of it, but it. I haven't. I never got a chance to play it. It's always been on my wish list. As soon as I got home, I uh, I bought it. Because yeah, I played the first one. I had real fun, and then Leaf League Blaze came out. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll grab that. And uh, yeah, like did a little bit of the single player, but didn't really pick it back up. And mm. then was like, hey. While we're waiting for this game to download, let's play some like Leaf couch League. co-op games, which was one was Leaf League and the oh, other one was EDF 5. Earth mm. Defense Force 5. That's right. That was a lot of fun. Mm. So, yeah, showing them Leaf League. I still love Leaf League soundtrack. It's such a good soundtrack. Wait. So, that. what else did we do? It was pretty much just Leaf League... Um, it was just Lethal League and Dragon Ball. We did do a Dark Souls Death for Death run, which didn't even get past the Great Wood. Yeah, because we <clears> just did was, it kind uh, of one night. And, um, oh, yeah, that's also, I've recently, over the last few weeks, I've 
replayed through the entirety of Neo 1 because I wanted to get into Neo 2, right? Mm-hmm. And um, But I hadn't finished Neo 1's DLC, which I owned. So I decided I would do that. I would finish the DLC for Neo 1. And how'd that go? Uh, it went. <laughs> it went. <laughs> just went. It certainly no, went. Not, not, not in the vein of like, oh, it went well or <laughs> it did not go well. It just went. Well, it's going good. I've beaten the first. I've got the whole way through the game and I've beaten every optional mission in the base game as well. And mm. I'm just, I'm halfway through the second DLC. I finished the first one and all the optionals. I think I did all the optionals. I don't remember. You did do all the optionals. I I, I sat there and watched you do all the optionals. Oh, that's right. I <laughs> just did like the- supervising him. As no, if, like he's not doing his fucking job. <laughs> no, basically it's the other way around. Alex is like, hey, I want to watch you do uh, DLC 2 because I just finished DLC 1. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. So then he jumped on to watch. I did all the optional quests in DLC 1 and turned it off. <laughs> Oh, so, what a yes, shame. What next, an absolute shame. That's the next shame. thing I'm playing is the uh, yep. the DLC 2 stuff for Neo. And once I've done that, I'll go on to my next game. Who knows what that'll be? I certainly don't. It's probably going to be Neo 2. It's probably going to be Neo Automata or Persona 5 because I own both those games and haven't played them. So, probably well, should start can with hear, uh, Persona 5. If you can hear any purring, that's because I'm, like, I got a, a sickly kitten that's kind of got the flu i don't know if he's got the flu but he's he's huddling to me for warmth so we'll see how that rolls uh yeah i'd say go play persona 5 that's a really really good game Mm -hmm. uh and if you haven't probably like play persona 4 on a pc uh and probably hopefully wait for persona 3 to come to pc i'm gonna say this right now either pick one of the girls or pick all of the girls don't don't just be like oh i like this one and this one I, i did that I stuck with a girl, and and that was the end of that. No, I, I What's wrong best with girl? choosing a guy? You can't. You can't. You can. Oh. You can. <sighs> you can romance what a girls. Shit game. <laughs> nah, well, Japan. <laughs> yeah, Japan knows what they're about. Based to Japan. Red pilled as fuck. <laughs> Based and red pilled. But yeah, play episode five. Uh, yeah. Has that been your week? Yeah, that's pretty much been what I'm doing. I can't think of anything else. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, Wait, uh, no, yeah, that's it. uh, (laughs) Uh, Alex, what have you been doing? Uh, I have been playing a lot of Magic the Gathering, so that's that's been consuming the majority of my time. Um, I've also been biting over Sea of Thieves, having to play that solo. Uh, it's still it's still pretty fun. I I strongly recommend it if you can if you can find it cheap or like on sale, like anything below, like anything like twenty bucks and below, definitely pick it up. It's very it's very very worth it. Um, and the last one I have been hanging, I've been getting back into is Destiny Two because the new um the new season drops, fucking this Wednesday. This Wednesday the fucking. The twelfth, yeah, the Wednesday, the twelfth at three a.m. is when it drops because we are on Australia time. And Australia fucking time sucks. So what's sucks. the the Destiny's new DLC? Uh, it is a Vex season, so lots of 
lots of vex robots to to fuck up and the vault yeah. of glass is coming back which everyone is really really fucking pumped for and i'll get back into it when you know i find more interest into it because like i don't know after doing like all the raids and stuff it's like uh, i've done what i wanted with the raids and I can't be fuck really playing anything else. So I'm just like, yeah, nah, I'm done with it. Until like, I was really hoping like the darkness would actually, you know, come and do something after being awoken. But they really haven't done anything with the darkness well, other than exist. Well, it, it, they're biding the time with the darkness because they don't want to rush it and fuck it up. They want to make sure they get it absolutely perfect. So they've taken off a couple of worlds that uh, if anyone doesn't know about the last destiny update is they got rid of a bunch of planets yeah didn't they vault some planets yeah they just got yeah story-wise they the planets were taken over by the darkness in reality they just chuck these planets into the vault um a bunch of people complained on steam had a good cry uh i went and laughed at their reviews because they're all fucking stupid well it's like the fact is like there was so much content in destiny 2 that when they're running patch builds like, they have to set that shit up, like, hours and hours beforehand and then yeah, it, let it run. Like, for them to do patch builds took days yeah, because of they, the amount of content yeah, they had to sit through. had to fucking open up the patch build the day before, leave it running overnight, and when they got there in the morning, they had to hope that it actually worked. And they could actually test shit. So that's, that's how big Destiny 2 was. Like that's that checks yeah. out. So everyone's like a bunch of people were complaining, like, oh man, they took like sixty percent of the content out of the game. And it's like, that's fine. Sixty like all of the content they took out was completely obsolete. And if you were doing that content, you are either admitting that you're bad at video games or you're just an idiot. So or they could be new. It, it does it doesn't matter if they're new because the new co- they brought in new content specifically for new people. Yeah, but which was hey, do this stuff instead, and they yeah, didn't take. It's more just, out. just it would more just only be if they're one of the few people that enjoyed the uh, the old content. Oh, mm. I don't know how many. I say few, but I haven't played the game, so very, very few. Like you, like the content you do has to be up to date. Otherwise, you you are literally wasting time. So the fact that these people are openly saying, "Oh, they took out this this content here." is sort of an admittance that they're fucking bad at the game. It's, I don't think that's true, but... They are they are straight up saying it. Like, they're, they're playing Destiny wrong. Like, Destiny's an MMO. And with MMOs, you always play the latest content. Because the latest content gives you the best gear. Yeah, but there's also people who are also running through it for the first time. In which, yeah, they miss out on that content, but there's also people who do enjoy that previous content, and it's like, well, you know, well, I, I, I don't see how they would enjoy it because it's pretty much the same thing, but on a different planet. Yeah, so that's realistically all it was. Like, in the grand scheme of things, all that happened was they took away a bunch of planets, and now the game runs better. What are you complaining about? But my planets. I guess, I guess it's very much a fear of missing out thing. Well, you you, you haven't missed out on anything. Yeah, but that, like, that's not the point. Like, FOMO's yeah, a FOMO's, big selling point, yeah. right? 
it's how a lot of like limited time cosmetics and why things like you know this i don't know if it's still the same but the skin shop in fortnite for example right they it's on a rotation so you can only buy stuff when it's available at that time or and there's also anthem had a similar thing they have that but at the same time they have skins which is like if you don't buy it within this time period it's gone forever Mm. yeah exactly like So, yeah. but that's besides the point. It's more the fact of like, I'm guessing people either care about the preservation of what it is, but don't really see the end picture. Just go, they're taking away my game. Well, or they're not. Just, and but they, 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 don't, they probably going, don't see that. Yeah. And they already announced like, hey, we're taking this stuff out, but don't worry. It is coming back. It's like, like Destiny 2 is pretty much Bungie trying to unfuck the fuck up that Activision handed them with Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. So that's why they're redoing all of the content from Destiny 1. Yeah, I can see that because they never wanted Destiny to be a multi-gamed thing. They just wanted Destiny to be one continuous game. We're like, just Destiny, no sequels, just update that Destiny. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, Destiny 1's going to be a 10-year game. And then they released Destiny 2 like four years later. Yeah. Which is very, very unfortunate for the fucking... Yeah, for people who played Destiny 1, because, like, we had all of this amazing stuff in Destiny 1, and then when they announced Destiny 2, it's like, oh, you lost all the shit. It's fucking time to eat dick. So why are you taking this away? Because Activision said so. Yeah, the Activision stuff. That's what I thought. So now they're doing a bunch of stuff in the lore to, like, re to let players come back and do old content. Because, like, a lot of people are speculating now that Oryx is being revived. So that means we're going to get the King's Fall raid back. It's not just going to be like a, ooh, fucking, we're bringing it out of the vault. Here, you can do it. It's like, no, no, like, King's Fall's coming back. Who the fuck's reviving Oryx? Ah, Savathun. Like, Savathun has come to the soul system, which is where Earth is. Savathun is Oryx's sister. sister. Yeah, she's come to revive her. They hated each other. Uh, sort of, and not no, really. No, they did. Oh, yeah, they they did hate each other, but like it's a sort of like it's a sort In of fact, symbiotic Oryx betrayed them. Brotherly yeah. love It's just brotherly yeah. love. Yeah, so like it's sort of like a symbiotic relationship where because like the three siblings are represented with Savathun being the smartest, Oryx being the balanced, the and the other one being the strongest. I thought Oryx was the strongest. No, Oryx was the balanced. So, like, now there's only got one super smart one and one super strong one, and they sort of needed Oryx to sort of levy them against each Bridge other. Bridge the gap and the two yeah. looking like you dipshits. <laughs> yeah, so that's sort of where Oryx came into it. So, like, my law, my law is probably a little off, but, like, Savathun's here to resurrect Oryx because people have put together the, the hive markings on the red uh, tower on the moon. And a lot of them are, are mention Oryx, especially um, like the, I think it's the ritual of resurrection. So yeah, everyone's like, like, I can only Oryx see that back. making sense as Savathorn is going to use Oryx for something rather than resurrecting him for the sake of resurrecting. Yeah, definitely Savathorn's got something in mind for Oryx. It's not just like, oh, welcome back. But Oryx isn't dead. Like Oryx's soul has gone to the ascended realm. And Oryx will return after a time because Oryx has died before and came back. So this is this is really just 
a second round trip for Oryx. He probably gets like a free McFlurry if we kill him again. <laughs> that's like, yeah, like I said, like in the yeah. in the law, Oryx betray Oryx betrayed Savafuni's sisters, um, basically locking them in in their own sort of like rift world, whatever that shit was. The ascendant realm, yeah, yeah. And Oryx was the only one who was able to bring his realm to reality. Yeah. And that's why he had that big ass fucking ship. Yeah. And then, and yeah, so basically like Oryx disliked his sisters and in fact used them and was able to like fuck them up. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Like yeah. I said, like Oryx, I like Oryx's law. I like that whole law of uh, the worm gods and shit like that. Yep. But there were, there, were just the five, wasn't, there were the five worm gods. Like see if I can the, find the only names. time we get to see one of the worm gods was in the DLC for Destiny Two on that frozen planet with um, Rasputin. Yep, and that, yeah, was, that was just that was old. piss weak. Yeah, that shit was very fucking bad. That was an Activision. You could tell Activision had a hand in that. It was fucking like, terrible. It's a wor- It's like one of the worm gods. Like the. Things from the very beginning, like the all powerful, and we just shoot it down, and that's it. I was sitting there going, like, man, this is. I wanted these things to exist, but I didn't want the fight to just be, hey, just shoot it. Yeah. So it's uh, there are five worm gods, with which is Yule, Ayer, Zol, Ur, and Akka. And Ur I think we fought the, Zol. Yeah, we we fought and killed Zol. Ur, the keeper. Um, yeah, Ur, the keeper of order is the uh, strongest of the worm gods and the patron god of Oryx. Mm, because the worm gods what gave um, Oryx and shit their powers. Yeah. And transformed them into what they are now. Because <clears throat> if it wasn't for them, they were just going to die out. Like, didn't all the kings, all the kings were born daughters, all the king's children were born daughters, Yeah. Yeah. And the Oryx was the only daughters. one to Oryx was the only one to change gender. Yeah, Oryx switched of, gender from female to male. Yeah, and that's why that's why I remember. Like, I'm pretty sure that's why Oryx is the powerful ones because when he switched genders, his strength came from like basically. Well, he changed to male because that's what strength sort of goes in on. Uh, That's no. why I'm like Oryx. Oryx was the balanced one. Yeah, but the strong sister one. I don't think that. Is, I don't. I'm not sure. That's why I'm not saying. Yeah, but I, 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 can, I, I can tell with like ninety percent um, surety on because I watch a lot of uh, fucking Bife videos. And well, that's where I get like, my information from. Yeah, and Bife was is my like, name is Bife. Yeah, my name is Bife. Yeah, so he's like. Savathun is the smartest, Oryx is the balance, and it's not Zivu Arath, because that's that's a different god altogether. But um the last sister is the strongest. Okay, because yeah, I remember something I like th- that, but th- yeah. Um, is it Zivu Arath? It could be Zivu Arath. I I've got no fucking idea. But I'm it pretty could, sure we be, made we be. made these jokes before about Oryx, and it's like, hey. Oryx wears a choker. Oryx, Oryx tells jo- dad jokes. Dad, dad, dad jokes. Oryx, Oryx likes food. Oryx likes food. He's a trend. <laughs> oh, boys, we did it. Representation. Yeah, yeah I'm Anyways. pretty sure that was like a fucking buzz. Was it BuzzFeed? Polygon? 
Destructoid? Oh, something like that. It was, one of, one uh, of those fucking articles, like Oryx is uh, trans representation. Oryx is trans. <laughs> um, I think it was... Because I remember... Uh, someone, someone made like they were making a big deal about Oryx as a trans character, and it's like, yeah, but they don't actually go about gen. Like, he's not transsexual. He's literally like they have no. How do I put it? They're an alien race. They don't abide by gender. Yeah, they they do not abide by your human comprehension concept, of gender, hearing concept of gender, and it's like, oh, Oryx is like such a. Uh, Oryx was like a, he's transgender. Oh, wait. Yeah, here it is. Polygon. The Taken King's titular character is transgender. Yeah. Fucking. Although you're forgiven if that's a surprise. Yeah. Fucking. I don't care. Jesus Christ. It's terrible. It is. All right. So was that your week? Yeah, it was pretty much my week. Sea of Thieves, Destiny 2, and fucking whatever else I was able to get my hands on. Magic. Drugs. Magic. That's it. Watching me play Neo. Yep. Oh, and something we're all happy about is Alex has finally got into JoJo. This the Arc Two is still my favorite. I say, That's uh, fair. Like Battle Tennessee is my favorite out of all of them so far. I'm rereading through Part Six before it comes out because it's been a long time since I read Part Six. My, my favorite line in all of Battle Tendency is "Fucking you planned this too, didn't you, JoJo?" It's like, yes, and you fell for it. It's like, I didn't plan anything. This is all just luck, but it'll piss him off. Yeah, but if you get no thing, I did. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I just love that. It's like, you did this. And he's like, yep, completely me from the beginning. You know, all, it was all planned from the beginning. Fuck you. And he's sitting there, he's just sweating buckets, going, oh shit. Just fucking, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> but my favorite my favorite line was like, this is more spookier than meeting a ghoul in a dark graveyard after midnight. And and then there's the double shock, back-to-back lines of just gold. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah. So Alex is going through uh, three at the Stardust moment. Crusaders. Yes, yeah. Stardust Crusaders. Yeah, so, so Battle Tenancy is probably my favorite. I think it just edges over part five for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Stardust Crusaders is the it feels like the face of Jojo almost right if people think of it that's what they think of it is it's Jotaro and, and Stans Dio and Stans I wouldn't even say Dio uh, absolutely it is <laughs> Uh, I still think, like, when it comes to people thinking JoJo, it's always Jotaro and Stans. Uh, Dio, I feel, is because Dio wasn't really in part three as much as people think. Like, Dio no, had that's, a small. That's true. He wasn't in it the same. The, that isn't. He isn't in it for very long, right? But mm-hmm. he still feels like, again, one of those those face characters of the show. Like, it doesn't matter if you've seen the show or what. You know, the first two seasons of JoJo is focused around Harmon, right? Yeah. 
when you compare the people who are aware of that to the people who are aware of stands, like you said, stands are much more involved. But I think even further than that, everyone knows about the world. Right? About the world of JoJo? No, Dio stand the world. Oh, the world. Dio is the world world, yeah. yeah. The, world, the time stop. Everyone, yeah, everyone knows that. That's more, I, I feel like Zaweldo is more iconic than Dio himself. I'd agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, so so Stardust Crusaders is definitely, I think, the face of JoJo. JoJo well, that's where, like, in... Um, I found uh, my way onto the JoJo, JoJo subreddit. JoJo's Eyes Over Heaven. Um, like, that one starts, like, right on part three, which, like... Why wouldn't it? Part three is the most popular one, and then it like it. He's basically following jo, uh, Jotaro through all the JoJo arcs. It, like jo, Jotaro is the main character, and that's purely because of his popularity in the JoJo universe. Like Jotaro, Jotaro, and Joseph to a degree. Like Joseph isn't like super popular, but he. The adult Joseph is like more. I'd say the adult Joseph is more known than uh, Dio. Yeah, just probably. because like Dio, Dio is an invisible force to be reckoned with. Dio feels like a carrier for the world rather than yeah. Anyway, be- because like he's super strong. Don't get me wrong, but that's because of a. Uh, that's obviously because of the world. Um, the world and but when it comes down to it like it's it's always just Jotaro and Joseph and Polnareff and Abdul just that that posse and when it comes down to it it's like yeah it's just that's the face of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure no matter what like the artists and that want it's just always them them three or four but Alex is getting through. I know. I like. I like part five. In order of popularity, or in order of my liking of JoJo, it's part two is at top. Then part five, four, three, one. In terms of the anime, like, um, I really enjoyed part six and part seven. Um, but that's like only from reading. So if I'm going from like the anime thing, like part seven is pretty much like a soft reboot of the JoJo series. Interesting. Uh, part six is pretty much the end of that whole JoJo timeline sort of thing. Which is a JoJo timeline. Cause you got to think of it like Jotaro is in part, part two. He's in part three. He's in part four. No, he's not in part two. He's in part three, part four, part five, and in part six. He plays the minor, the most minor role in part five, but he's in it. He plays a decent role. But there's role. a reason for that. Like you said, he's um, the fan favorite. Yeah. I say, like, in part three, he's the main character. In part four, he's supporting the main character. In part five, he's only in there a bit to set up the story of uh, uh, Giovanni because he is Dio's son. And part six, uh, he has a role because uh, he's like the MacGuffin in part six because 
the main bad guy wants Jotaro, but the main bad guy has to go through Jotaro's daughter. And she's pretty much like, I want to see how they go about animating part six because that is like everyone's swearing off their heads. Everyone's like violent and bloody and gory and losing limbs. And like the first thing that happens in part six is fucking Jolene is caught masturbating by the guard in her prison cell. I'm like, how? I wonder how they're going to go about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we'll find out. Mm. But yeah, so but yes, we got a bit your, off topic that, there, but I'm very happy Alex has started it. You see, like I'm I'm one of those people like go watch JoJo, but I'm not saying, oh my god, JoJo, you have to watch JoJo. Like I, I know a lot of people well, who dislike no, like, it, like, and I can see that exactly. Like we didn't, I don't feel like we forced you into it, did we, Alex? No, I literally saw part one appear on Netflix, and I'm like, oh, fuck neat. it, why not? I'll take a look. <laughs> Yeah, and then I ended up watching six episodes in a day, and then you appeared, and you're like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, I just watched six episodes of fucking JoJo. <laughs> I could smell Shit. it. How did this happen? I could smell it. Someone's watching JoJo. What have you done to me? <laughs> but yeah, JoJo's great. So is that your week? Uh, yeah, that's my week. And so uh, how's so your my- week been, <clears throat> Kenny? Um, in terms of games, uh, pretty much a lot of Magic the Gathering. Um I was in plat one in Magic Gathering ranked. You are no so the ranks go bronze, silver, mm-hmm. gold, plat, diamond, mythic. Uh, I was in plat one this morning, and then I lost a couple of games, and I got plat two. So now I'm trying to get back plat one. I'm playing a lot of those games, a lot of Magic. Uh, only really got back into Magic because it went onto phone, and then it's like, oh fuck it, I'll just play some on PC when I'm not in bed because I usually just play like a game in bed or so and then i made a deck which crashed my phone every fucking time <laughs> and that was like this morning it was like the game to get me into plat one i i was literally doing like the i had the card like about the play and as soon as i cast it the phone shits bed crashes and i rebooted it up get back to the game before like i fucking surrenders before me before the afk timeout yeah, and then it's like kicks me out again. It's like fuck it, boot up my computer, jump in there, and I I won the game because my phone can't handle my deck because there's a lot of fucking card activation bullshit. But there's that. Um, so yeah, I'm back into Magic. I I said I wanted to get back. I want to get into Magic. Did I got into Arena a long time ago, but I only really played it for like a little bit and then just sort of fell off of it. And then when it came to mobile, I'm like, fuck yeah, I can just do this. I can just fucking, you know, play anytime I want. And then just got really ham into it and spent a lot of money on it. Uh, Because Magic is like that, where you kind of have to spend money to get some uh, wild cards to make decks. Uh, So there's that. Um, Another game I played a little bit of, which I haven't touched uh, since I played it, was uh, Near Replicant. I've heard good things about it, and I don't want to hear any more about it because I want to play it. Not no. Well, anything. the thing is, like, the game's great. Like, of the game it is. is not a lot has changed in the way of uh, gameplay. It is. It feels so much better to play than the original Nier. The original Nier uh, just had some. Uh, I know it just felt bad to play, but the story was amazing, so I pushed through it. And yeah, the the graphical upgrade and the FPS upgrade—that's all fucking fantastic. And the can like the 
the controls of it just feel like they borrowed some stuff from near automata so i'm happy about that um what else was there i played <clears throat> what was i gonna i i played pretty much oh that's what i fucking forgot to talk about resident evil village oh yeah that came out so resident evil village came out and i've beaten it that and i've out. got some i've got some things to say uh both good and bad in terms of I don't know. Basically, it got to a point where I started avoiding the promotional material that I saw for Resident Evil Village because I didn't want to get a expectation. Yeah, like I was expecting, I was expecting Resident Evil, and I made some assumptions uh, based on the promotional material that I'd seen. It's like, okay, this is what I think about, you know, the supernatural elements, and this is what I think about this and everything else. To which don't want to toot my own horn but i was correct i was correct (laughs) on my assumptions i'm like that makes sense this makes sense like this is a resident evil game like first and foremost like as much as i'm not going to go into any spoiler stuff because that requires a lot of backstory in order to explain why a spoiler thing makes sense um because this does rely on resident evil 7 like village is not a direct continuation but of 7, but you do need to play 7 to understand some aspects of this game as to, you know, what's the motivation behind the bad guys, uh, what's the motivation behind the main characters, you know, how, like, Chris Redfield is relative to the main characters and why like, it is so much relies on you beating Resident Evil 7. And as much as I like that sort of story building, I don't like its dependence on you needing to play or needing to get the story behind Resident Evil 7. Uh, I kind of like when games have a sort of standalone aspect, but they pretty much wanted to continue uh, where Resident Evil 7 left off with the same uh, infections and all that sort of stuff, like the whole bioweapon stuff. So it all makes sense, except for... Heisenberg. I don't understand Heisenberg. Heisenberg is one of the four lords that runs under Mother Miranda, who is the big bad of this game. He has the power to manipulate metal. He has magnetism. Ah, perfect. That makes sense. To which I don't understand how. Uh, even this is with the same the- game where someone can punch a boulder, though. Just a regular they make, person. Yes. Um, that's one thing I fucking laugh the shit at. Uh, they make a joke about that. Oh, really? Yes. So there's one part where Chris Redfield is just being in someone's way a little too often. And that person's just like, fuck that boulder punching asshole. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> I, I, I was just fucking laughing out loud because it was just. So unexpected, and it's kind of like Revelations 2 in the sense where they make a callback to some of the most stupidest shit in Resident Evil, and they just make a joke about it as if, like, we understand it's stupid. Don't worry. We we, we understand. Just like in, in Revelations 2, uh, which we are doing for the channel, there's this one part where 
Claire almost gets crushed by a garbage compactor and it's just like, oh, yeah, I almost became a Claire sandwich. And Moira, which is Barry Burns' daughter, is just like, does fucking Barry tell everyone that? Like, tell everyone that joke? Because in Resident Evil 1, he saves Jill from getting crushed in a room. It's like, you were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> and, and I like it how they treat that. it. And everyone treats it as like, an inside joke as like how stupid it is, but he still treats it as like this fucking great, like a great dad joke. (laughs) But Resident Evil 7 does the same thing with some of that stuff as well, which I find great. It has a great sense of humor, but looking at Heisenberg compared to the other bosses, every boss is a bit weird and wacky. Like, I've seen a lot of people in Facebook, in, um, not Facebook, uh, in uh, Resident Evil forums. It's like, hey, if you like Resident Evil Village, then you have no right to complain about Resident Evil 6 because Resident Evil Village is over the top and weird and all sort of stuff. It's like, yeah, but Resident Evil 6 was over the top in a way which it was does not make sense. It's It doesn't make sense, nor does anyone who's playing Resident Evil is looking for the Resident Evil 6 experience. Like the big explosions, the the massive fucking gunfights and all that sort of... No one's... not like, Very few people are looking for that. And uh, <clears throat> it's a ca- especially it, like... It's kind of a case of it just seems too off-brand for it, it, what not people just are too looking off-brand. for. It's not just too off-brand, but it does... <clears throat> it tries to do what the big Hollywood games do but worse. Oh. And, you know, it's like, like there's this one scene where like something crashes into the highway. So literally Leon and Helena are running away from explosion, which is throwing vehicles. And I mean like vehicles in like 20, 30, 40 vehicles are just flying all over the place because of this one explosion. And like, that's stupid. And not even like, oh my god, that's stupid. How good? It's like that's just stupid. Like <laughs> it's just stupid. Yeah, there is no. Oh, that's kind of cool, but it's pretty dumb. But it's pretty cool. Like I think mm. that like uh, it, it's just stupid. Like mm. uh, the the Mortal Kombat movie, that was fun. <laughs> it was stupid, but it was also fun. Mm. And so Resident Evil Six fails f- like flat because. It does stupid over the top stuff, but doesn't achieve anything, you know, constructive or anything decent that entertains the play. Like I you're think- playing a Resident Evil game, you're not looking to be outrunning an explosion on the highway, trying to outrun blowing up vehicles, or going into a fist fight with um, Ustanak. Like you're not looking for that. You're looking for like bioweapons you're looking like a little bit of gunplay from the predecessor of Resident Resident Evil 5 and that sort of stuff and Resident Evil Village does that in a way which is fitting for Resident Evil and that's why I think Resident Evil Village fits best because it does I wouldn't say over the top it does go over the top sometimes but they all sort of all those situations make sense in a way, that's like, oh, that's stupid, but that's Resident Evil stupid. That's not just plain the, the, dumb stupid. <laughs> that's Resident Evil stupid. Resident so Evil has its own brand of stupid. Yes. Resident Evil has its own brand of stupidity. And 
Resident Evil Village follows that, as well as it has some definitely like story is great. I love the story. The story is not stupid. The story makes sense, and the story it does very good, um, very good twists and turns that they're placed in like there's hints placed within the story and if you pick them up great but at the end when it's all revealed it goes okay that actually makes sense it's not something they just pull out of their ass it's like okay no it actually makes sense and then uh you get a scene which is straight up like how do i put it it is gun toting uh what what are these like uh, shooting galleries? It's a gun-toting shooting gallery segment, which was fun, and that's kind of kind of weird for me because I'm not <laughs> like I I am a bit of a gun nut, but I'm not like wanting to shoot shit up, you know, drop bottomless mags into enemies that sort of stuff. I play Resident Evil for the survival horror aspect and the the item management, yada yada yada. But when I was playing this shooting gallery section, it was just fun. It was dumb Resident Evil fun, which is yeah. good. Mm. So, uh, so the story's great. I really like the story. Story makes sense. Um, definitely has some sad parts in it, like some actual parts where I'm like, oh man, like not like tear, not not doesn't bring me the tears, but it makes me sad. Yeah. Where it's just like the game is trying to do an emotional scene and it does it well. Um, so that's well. The gameplay, I think there are parts within the game that just fall flat in terms of gameplay. But overall, it's pretty entertaining. Um, like, I really like the castle area. Um there's one part in this game where you basically go up against one of the lords. Uh, basically, you have to fight four lords uh, plus some extra bosses, yada, yada, yada. Uh, for one of the lords is like a uh, creepy sort of doll woman who uses porcelain dolls to do whatever. And that part of the game was legitimately like skin-crawling creepy in terms of what they did. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone because it's fucking great, but it was like skin crawling creepy. And I'm like, this is, this is what I fucking want. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so out of, out of curiosity, which did you prefer? Uh, seven or eight? Seven. Cause village is eight, right? Village is, village is not eight, but there's no way that it can't be eight <laughs> because the Capcom was like, no, 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 it's not, it's not Resident Evil Eight, it's Resident Evil Village. Yeah, but even the, though, there's even though there's eight. the Roman numerals of eight in it, yeah, and, I, and I it's, was it's, like, it, it's made it very obvious that it is Resident Evil Eight. We just didn't want to name it Resident Evil Eight, but we also well, wanted to make sure you know it, it's Resident. It's hundred percent obvious yeah, after playing know. it that it's Resident Evil Eight because it's a continuation of Seven. It is um, not a spin-off. It is not a disconnect or a side story. It is a direct continuation of Resident Evil 7. It follows Ethan and Ethan's family, and it follows Chris Redfield, and it follows the exact same situation, exact same biohazard stuff that they had to deal with plus extras in 7. 
So like it is a direct continuation. Like for the longest part, I'm like, if it's not Resident Evil 8 and it's Resident Evil Village, maybe the uh the V and the two and the three slashes, maybe that could be Resident Evil Revelations free? Because there was a rumor going around that uh there's something about like Resident Evil Village was Resident Evil 8. Well, no, Resident Evil Village was meant to be Resident Evil Revelations 3 and Resident Evil 8 was something completely different. But after playing this game, no, this is 100% Resident Evil 8. Like, there is no doubt in my mind this is 8, regardless of what the... Uh, um, regardless of what the developers say. And the one thing I don't understand is... They showed an image in the promotional material. It's like, hey, look, we were even considering like not showing this image because we felt like it reveals too much. We felt like it's we're giving you too much information just from this one image. And like looking at that image and playing the game, no one could ever make that ever connection until you play it. Make the connection until you've beaten it. <laughs> Like, no one's going to see that and go, I think this is this, and be correct. Because um, everyone was like, oh, maybe that's Ethan's baby or whatever, whatever. No, that's definitely not Ethan's baby. That's definitely not whatever, whatever. In fact, you only get to see what that thing is in, like, the last 90% of the game. Or last, not 90%, last uh, 20% of the game, 10%. And that goes, oh, that's what that is. But there is no connection between that image or anything except for maybe some some things that are laying around which you look at and it goes, oh, okay, that looks familiar, but it's not that. So why they said we 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 feel like we're revealing too much, like, no, you're not. Because it's like giving me like a book of symbols and saying, oh, this contains so much information. Like, we, we're, I was even skeptical about even giving you this book of symbols. But you ain't got the cipher. In fact, you don't get the cipher to the end of the game. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. But never in a million years could I make connection. Right. So I'm like, okay, I don't understand why they did this, but hey, they did that. So that's it. But um, yeah, game's great. I really enjoyed 8. And I'm going to call it eight because that's what it is. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as seven, um, but that's mainly because of the setting, like the werewolves and the sort of like that sort of thing. Not really my thing. The sort of werewolf aspect of it is not really my thing. But this game is. There is no doubt in my mind that this game is uh, the framework for the Resident Evil Four remake. Like, no doubt in my mind, because the whole village aspect, uh, gun upgrading, uh, shop, all that sort of stuff, uh, resource collecting, and then combining treasures to make more expensive treasures. Like, this is all hallmarks of Resident Evil 4. So, them doing... This is pretty much... Like, if you were to give someone a, a Resident Evil newbie... Uh, Resident Evil Village and say this is Resident Evil 4 Remake go play and they hadn't seen Resident Evil 4 or any of that sort of stuff they would probably believe you that's Resident Evil 4 Remake so I'll be interested to see what they do with Resident Evil 4 Remake I'm very interested to see what they do with Resident Evil 4 VR because that I'll be getting um, but 
But digressing aside, it, Resident Evil Village is really good. I do recommend it if you're a Resident Evil fan or if you like Resident Evil 7 because it does continue the story. It's definitely fun. Falls short for me in some aspects, but uh, that, that's just like sort of personal complaint for me. Uh, my sister is already playing through on the uh, hardest difficulty she in Resident be. Evil. Hmm? I said she would be. She's pretty keen mm. on that. Uh, well, she's series. she's like yeah, she's like oh like oh I've beaten Resident Evil Free as uh, hardest difficulty knife only. I'm like fuck me, all right. <laughs> and uh, she said she'll do Resident Evil Village speed running, so I might have to compete with her in the future. But um, it's but she does have complaints about the hardest difficulty because it's like. It's not adding challenge. It just bumps numbers up. Yeah. Artificial yeah. difficulty. Yeah. So it bumps, up, Halo. it bumps up health for the enemies. It bumps up damage enemies do. Um, but she's saying like it doesn't give you like less resources per se. It's not like one of those challenges. It's like, hey, difficult enemies. That's it. So I'm like, okay, that sucks. But yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Village. Good shit. Um Worth the wait. I will fucking give Reverse a GSSB to show you how fucking shit it is. Because after <laughs> trying to get into the beta, to try out the beta, and for some reason it just like, oh, no, we can't validate these files. Please reinstall. And then it just would not let me do any of that shit, so I just skipped it. Uh so I watched a whole bunch of people play it and it just looks fucking terrible. Top to bottom. Just looks fucking bad. But yeah. Um, and yeah, other than that, just been playing H3VR, trying to get up to... I'm not going to buy it for $19, Alex. That's about it. Just going back to our old faithful. You should. No, I'm not going to buy CFEs for $19. Why not, though? Because I told you I'm not interested in in paying for the game. Like, if I can get the Microsoft Xbox app working, I'll give it a try. But I'm not going to pay money for it. We got to get that. We got to get that app working. Uh, the fucking. I don't know if anyone's got like any help. Just fucking email us because I've uninstalled the Xbox uh, companion app or the apps that let me get into my Xbox Game Pass. And it's basically it's like, oh no, you need to update your Xbox Game Pass fucking app. And then it just refuses to update. Oh, it just okay. won't give you the option to update. I know I installed it, reinstalled it, did the same thing. I don't so know what the have, fuck it's doing. You just have no way of using it or any of the games. I've got no know? way of using it. And I, I'm pretty much just gonna cancel my subscription because I can't use it. And like I've sent like Microsoft an error report because there's games that I have on that Game Pass that I do want to play, like Phoenix Point and lots of stuff, but it's not letting me use it. So yeah, uh, that's been my week. Uh huh. Also, I just got Mortal Kombat 11 for like ten bucks on Steam. Well, it's not on Steam. It's on the Humble Bundle store for like 10 bucks. Why do you so, have it? Uh, hmm? 
I said, why did you get it? Because I'm interested in Mortal Kombat 11. That's fair. And for like, oh, wait, it's not 10, it's 15. But I'm interested in it and I wanted to play it. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll grab it. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's a game. That that's how you sell me, Alex. You give me a game that I am interested in with a sale. <laughs> how do you sell Kenny on something? Well, choose a game he's already sold on. It's as simple as that. It's as simple. <laughs> it's it's not rocket science. Just find a game, find a game I like, and then give me a sale. Easy, easy peasy. Speaking of which, they fucking they gave out some absolute bangers on the humble choice this year on this month. Uh, also, on that note, as we go into the news, fucking uh, humble has changed. The humble people have changed their situation on the donations. Actually, really. So people used to be able to donate uh, whatever percent they want. Because the donations are split up three ways when you buy from the bundles. So you can give certain percent to Humble, certain percent to uh, charities, and a certain percent to developers. So <clears throat> they basically gone. I'll see if I can find the article real quick because that's probably why. That's the thing we should talk about. Did you know Humble Choices or the Humble site is owned by the same company that owns IGM? I did not. No. Did not they know apparently that. bought it a long time ago. Uh, how curious. Uh, charity. Yeah, Humble Bundle will limit charitable donations to 15%. Uh, here's, so here's the thing we could do. Uh, revealed in a blog post that will only allow charity splits up to 15% starting in May. Previously, if someone wanted to, they can move the slider to 100% of the money to go to charity. But now it seems publishers and Humble Bundle will be taking a larger fee and there was no clear reason why the choice was made. But some have speculated because Humble Bundle is owned by IGN. This speculation spreads like wildfire on social media and as people overlooked for someone to blame, this is likely not true. Although previously announced several years ago that IGN was a playing a key role in the acquisition of Humble Bundle, it's not really that cut and dry. So you could use to give all your money that you spend on those bundles to charity. Now oh, they've straight rem- up hard limited it to 15%. I remember and you then saying the rest that, and to- that wasn't because they're being greedy. It's because the charities went to them and went, hey, we're actually getting so much that they're starting to tax us on it. So just That's chill. what I thought, but I was just No, that's what you told me last time. Yeah, uh, that's what, that's what, I saw an article about that, and it's like, yeah, charities are now getting taxed because of something, and I like, looked into it further. Actually, no, they're not getting taxed. In fact, it's more of a um, – the parent company that owns Humble is now taking larger fees. It's that sort of thing. Like, and so, like, because with the, the bundles, you can you used to give all your money to charity – but now they're going hard capping at the 15% and then the rest goes to Humble and the other part of it goes to the developers. Um, hmm. Since people were able to give all their money to charity instead, um, the developers and the Humble don't get a cut in that. And they basically went, we want a cut. So when I first looked at it, I'm like, oh, shit. I saw some article basically saying like, hey, apparently charities were getting a lot of money from these things in which was – Coming taxable, 
I don't know too much about it, but I read into it. It's like, oh shit, they're actually getting taxed. I didn't know that was a thing. And it turns out, no, that's not true. It's literally just humble and developers want a bigger cut. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty shit. <laughs> like, even though it was doing a nice thing, it's now gone. Hey, look, we're only going to do fifteen percent of a nice thing. We got to get ours. We got to get our own. So yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, but hey, all good things come to an end eventually. So that's always fun. Uh, what is next on our docket? Where have I put my docket form? I had a docket form. There we are. Um, if we'll fucking load. Oh, God. Apparently, we can get sponsors on our podcast hosting thing. Theoretically. But I don't think they will post. I don't think they will pay us. <laughs> fucking why uh, because it's an American only thing by the seems of it I'm going to look into it because we got to get our own we got to get some of us we got to we got hmm. some Tims to take but uh yeah we'll that's right we're, that. we're going to run some fucking wait whose Tims are we taking what I, I don't follow we got we got some Tims we got we got to get ours we got to take we got to take our podcast Tims what's that <laughs> Tims falling down the well <clears throat> well, he better have some money if he wants to get back up. <laughs> Gonna need yeah, his tins. What, what do we look like? <laughs> the fucking SCS? We don't do this shit for free. Mm. Like and subscribe. Uh, like and subscribe. Subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel where all the yep. good shit is. Um, so Just yes, send uh, Alex a dildo in the mail. Oh, yeah. He'll will, he will fucking love that up and down. Like I, a I, need it, I need it for my dildo cannon. It's like a potato cannon, but it fires dildos instead. What do you mean you need it for your dildo cannon? It's, can't you just reuse your old ones? No. They're not, not as aerodynamic anymore. Oh, what stopped their aerodynamicy? Well, firing them out of the dildo cannon for starters. Yeah, but they're rubber. They're meant to take a beating. They're legitimately meant to take a beating. I don't know. Like fucking... <clears throat> They, they didn't take the beating from this but cannon. do you know who is taking a beating? Epic in the Apple versus Epic court case that's still going on that just started. Are they? It's pretty much a dead horse at this point. Like, what is Epic doing? Well, this is a weird thing. So, um, the whole court... So, the whole start of the trial is an absolute shit show to begin with. That checks um, out. It started off like the trial opened up. It was a public trial. So people can, it was a public trial hosted on Zoom because of the coronavirus. People were allowed to join the Zoom call and listen in on the public trial to which they started the Zoom call and anyone who joined was able to talk. Oh, no. They they didn't know how the judge <laughs> oh, did not oh, know. No. The judge did not know how to mute everybody. So all these kids are just blasting fucking Travis Scott music in there. Uh, one person said he would suck everyone off in that lobby just to get Fortnite back on iOS. <laughs> Uh, kids were screaming the fucking like the cesspool of <laughs> Fortnite's younger audience just went fucking crazy it's fucking so that that call is proof <laughs> enough of why children should not be allowed to play video games 
No, no, that's that's why we leave them doing their thing. Yeah, in their video just, games. In, in <laughs> it's basically like Fortnite is just quarantined kids. All right. <laughs> Like, no, you gotta you gotta stop and think and thank Fortnite. Because just imagine, right? Just imagine you're playing whatever multiplayer game you're playing, right? Mm-hmm. Um what's a multiplayer game that you play that has voice chat? Go Destiny. on someone. Destiny. You're Destiny. playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there playing some Destiny and you hear, Oh, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, stop hurting. His fucking squealer has gone absolute batshit bunter, right? You're like, fucking kid, get out of my video game. <laughs> fucking, what, what, you, they're just going to call you a faggot and be done with it. But, mm. but. I can't Tim believe Sweeney, Kenny would gatekeep people like this. But Tim Sweeney, he saw your suffering from the heavens above. He heard your calls and just went, I need to quarantine the kids. I need to separate the kids from the men. That's right. Tim Tim Sweeney was doing this altruistically. He didn't want to earn any money. He didn't he expect to, to save earn money. gaming. He's and like he was sacrificing the face of a and man he who wanted money. himself to do it. No, he he doesn't sacrifice himself at all. He's he's all he is doing is taking the burden away from us. And are you, are you turning that, that into a profit. Are you saying are you saying that Tim Sweeney is the second coming of Jesus? No. No. The Tim third. Sweeney is the second coming of his mother. And that's that's it. But Tim oh. Sweeney saw that us gamers with a Z, gamers were suffering from the squealers on Call of Duty, on Destiny, on any voice chat, and said, I need to quarantine the kids. I need to put them in a spot away from everybody else. So he came up with Fortnite. You know gamers is a movie. Fortnite saved the world. Fortnite saved the world. It is a uh, – the, the art style would attract any sort of kids, but it just didn't. It didn't captivate the child audience. So he needed something. He needed a trend. He needed a trend to come along that suited for kids. Now, Battle Royales, they were out for a while, but they were too realistic. They were grown-up games. So what if we made a Battle Royale for kids? And then, boom, there we go. Throw in some cringy dances, some fucking... Cringy dances, some pop culture reference. FOMO. What, what else? Uh, what else is in there? Oh yeah, we'll also we'll also uh, create an economy around cosmetics, so that way kids bully each other on the fucking playground, and they have literal mental breakdowns when they get killed by someone with a default kids. skin. This is what the kids want. They want this shit. They they desire this shit. So they absolutely want an excuse to bully people. Yes, they and, and fucking little little uh, fucking Stephen who sits by himself on the fucking park bench at school eating his lunch, who kids would just shit on his face and then call him a stinky poo. He's now fucking the the fucking the 12 graders because he's got the new latest and greatest skin. He's got the he's got the Fortnite skin that only drained their parents' mortgage account. But he's he's living it up now. And those kids that are bullying him. They're poor. 
They're absolutely poor. The reason why they're bullies is because they get bullied at home because they're poor. They can't afford anything but the default skin. So little Steven over there is going to waltz all over to his boy. It, 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 it's a... Changes the power dynamic of school. Fortnite changes the power struggle of school, and that's and that's Tim Sweeney with his galaxy brain IQ just coming out of the woodworks and going, "This is how I kill the kids." I do I genuinely find each it other. pretty impressive. Just how much like bullshit you can spew in one. <laughs> Straight run. <laughs> you can think it's bullshit all you want, but Tim Sweeney, he's <laughs> galaxy brained this Tim whole idea. Tim Sweeney Todd. Tim Sweeney, he, he's changed the power dynamics of school. He's made the kids bully each other into so pay, hard. Into, into paying him money. Into pay. You have to pay Tim Sweeney to be cool. You. You kids listening, you need to pay Tim Sweeney to be cool. And he knows it. And he's out there. He's getting your fucking money. It's all going in. It's all going into his wallet. And you love it. You keep coming back. He's going to release another skin. It's going to be fucking, I don't know, it's going to be Dante from Devil May Cry doing the floss. And you're going to spend money. at the moment. You're going to spend money for that Dante Devil May Cry. No, it's not even going to be Dante. As in, like, Dante from 1, 3, 4, 5. It's going to be DMC 2 Dante. Not even that. It's not even going to be them. It's going to be DMC Devil May Cry Dante, and you're going to pay him. You're going to take your mum's fucking credit card, and you're going to spend <laughs> on that on that Fortnite bucks, and you're going to get that skin, and your mum's going to beat you an inch within an inch of your life, but you're going to be happy because you can now go to school and bully all the other default kids' skins into suicide, and then you get to sit on the park bench with all the girls. You get to go to the canteen front of the line and get yourself the milk that you've always wanted. No one's ever going to talk shit to you because you've got the skin. And that's what Tim Sweetie wanted. He wanted to quarantine the kids so the kids will kill themselves because of the whole default skin situation. If you miss out, that's it. You're fucked. You might as well just end it. No, don't, don't ever, no, that's, don't, don't do that. But <laughs> Tim Sweeney, Tim Sweeney's got it all figured out. For, for legal right. reasons, this was a joke. Until he didn't. <laughs> Until Tim Sweeney didn't figure it all out and thought he could challenge Apple at their own game and they just got absolutely reamed in the court system. I, I, I say reamed. I think it's a bit of an exaggeration, but they got... They were... Tim Sweeney was the default skin guy in the court. Everyone was pointing and laughing at Tim Sweeney in court, except the kids. Because the kids don't know who Tim See, Sweeney I is. I think that in I think you were like ninety nine percent right, but you got one vital detail wrong in that whole rant. And it wasn't Dante from Z- DMC two. It was Dante from Devil May Cry, as featured in Shin Megami Tensei three. No, 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 because that's still that's still that. Like no, no, no. we're just we're just it's, we're just picking hairs here. I'm talking about you don't even get that. You get DMC Devil May Cry. You get yes, Dino. You get, yeah, you know, you get DMC DMC. That's the dark you get, thing you get. You get Dino. De- you Dante don't even get in DMC, name you only. get DMC eight. <laughs> but yes. Uh 
so the whole court thing has started. Uh, kids voice their frustrations directly to the judge. <laughs> um, Straight into the judge's face. Kind of, yeah. But that's but they basically point out a few things uh, in this first like couple of days of the trial. One, um, Apple like there is actually not a huge deal of iOS. Um, how can I put it? Not a, not a huge deal of people playing Fortnite on iOS. Uh, to the point of where. Where can I? Where is it? They're basically. I've got to find the quote because it's a little bit funny. Um, but they're basically coming as like, "Hey, what are we even doing here? Like, the numbers are so small. Why is this an issue? Like, why are you guys fighting tooth and nail to get like to fight this when you you don't even have a huge amount of like player base on the iOS?" So that's one thing. There is not a huge player base on the iOS, even though we're led to believe otherwise beforehand. Secondly, Sony forces companies to pay extra, like to pay, I think, extra licensing money just to have crossplay. So if you want crossplay on PlayStation 4, you need to pay Sony extra to do that, which I think is a super dick move. Oh, totally. But, uh, and thirdly, uh, everyone is making fun of the Epic Game Store to, to Tim Sweeney. Even the lawyers <laughs> are making fun of this. Uh, if I can find it, why are you being a silly bugger? Uh, basically, they came up as like, hey, look at the... Uh, Look, let's have a look at the top 20, top 20 games on the Epic Game Store, yeah? All 25 of them. Let's have a look at the top 20. There's a tab under here that says see more, and I quote, uh, oh, fuck, it just disappeared. I will find it, though. Apple will put that. Da, da, da. If it fucking loads. Why is my Google Chrome being a, a bit of a cow? Because it's a fucking great quote. It's not like a fucking fantastic. Oh no! Why are you doing this to me? Oh no! But yes. Um. So here we go. Uh, instructing all assembled to follow along as she ex- uh, examined the store's top sellers. Apple's lawyers factually stated that if you go to quote-unquote view more, it says top 20. Before unleashing the denouncement, denouement? I thought it was denouncement. Let's have a Google what you are. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's actually 25 under the top 20. <laughs> uh, so they're basically... At that point, they're just making fun of like, the, the Epic Games Tim, Tim Sweeney was so in the mindset of a child, he also did math like a child. Denouement. Why is that French? Because it's French. Uh, the final outcome of a main dramatic complication in the literary work of Denouement. The two lovers committed suicide. The outcome of a complex sequence of events. Okay. Yeah, they're making fun of the Epic Game Store uh, about how fucking 
incompetent they are. That's the one thing I still don't get about the Epic Game Store. They are spending, like, I'm pretty sure we, oh, I, d- I doubt we actually touch base on this, but Epic Game Store are losing millions, millions of dollars giving away free games. Like, because when they give it away, they have to pay the developers the games that they give away for free because they're taking on the cost of that. So last year they lost about $330 million to to Tim Sweeney going, no, that's fucking great. Hey, we're doing all this, that, and everything else. To which, if I can find it on Twitter, uh, Pat stares at on Twitter um, had a post about uh, the top games. If I can find it. Uh, top games on the Epic Game Store. Uh, to which... The top 15 games, uh, all but one of those games were free. Huh. So Grand Theft Auto 5, hmm. Football Manager 2020, Watch Dogs 2, Rocket League, Spellbreak, Hitman, Sid Mirrors, Civ uh, 6, Railway Empire, Borderlands 3, Remnant from the Ashes, Dauntless, Ark, Enter the Gungeon, Troy, and World War Z. Uh the only game that wasn't free on that list was Borderlands Free. Everything else was free. And that that's the top 15 most played games. So um where is it? Someone pointed out it's like the only game on the list that's never been free is Borderlands. Epic's basically cultivated an environment where very little people want to pay for games. So the top 15 games that have been played on Epic are all fr- like all but one are free. So all the Epic Game Store is, is an environment where people don't want to pay for games. They just want to play them. And you got to think like all, like all those games are fucking like Epic had to pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Borderlands 3. Well, he, they no, they paid out the ass for exclusivity for Borderlands. Yeah, Sorry. they paid out the ass for exclusivity. It has one hundred seventy thousand players uh, in Borderlands Three on in the last seven days. Uh, seven point seven million unique players. Uh, the top four titles, which are Grand Theft Auto V, Football Manager, Watch Dogs, and Rocket League, account for 64% of those active players. All those games were free. So, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's really, I don't know, Epic is paying for it a lot, but at the same time, they're creating an environment where, hey, if you want to get free games, come over here. Yeah, and well, that's the thing. We need, need to see where the environment goes because he's stated before that he's not expecting... He's expecting the Epic Games Store to run to loss until, like, 2023. That's that's what he said until the court case happened to which they changed it to, I think, 2027. <laughs> so, um, also um, by Pat Stairs at... Uh, did ran some quick maths on the uh, whole Epic uh, wanting uh, Apple to cut Apple out of the 30%. 
essentially, um, when uh, Fortnite got cut out of the Apple Store, there was, I think, a... I want to say it was either 330 million or 1.3. No, it was like a 1.3 billion dollar uh, vacuum in well, the market. It, it was more right. What wasn't because I remember you'd mentioned this to me before, right? You were saying mm. something like the amount that they were effectively losing going to get. No, the the amount that they were going to get from cutting Apple's cut out of the iOS would be about the same amount that they were losing from losing. the Epic Store. Yes. So it, so it made it to even out. Yes. So the reason why they were trying to, by the maths adding up, the reason why they were trying to cut Apple out of the 30% uh, thing was because that 30% would cover the losses of the Epic Game Store per year but them doing this not only basically have no way to cover that loss but now they lost a whole bunch of extra income because of it meaning the epic game store isn't going to be profitable until 2027 by their accord if something changes Something has to change for them for it to be. To if be you're able losing three hundred, if you're losing three hundred plus million dollars a year on your storefront, that is not going to be profitable at all. Yeah, that they are take hoping. They are hoping Fortnite would make up the difference that they're losing. But Fortnite being the most popular game in the world, you can't get more players. Well, you yeah, can, you've you've but basically. You but you're not making a dent in your income, adding few players here and there. So the only way they can make more money from Fortnite is to, they can't sell you more and more things. You can only buy what you sort of really want. And that's why they had the FOMO sort of thing. So they need to get more money out of players for Somehow. themselves. And so how they tried to do that was by cutting out shares from that other companies were getting. Yes, they're cutting out that and then hopefully putting, making a precedent for them to then carry that over to other platforms like uh, Android and that sort of stuff because what they were doing, which was weird, is you can buy V-Bucks like off a cat, like you can just go onto a computer, buy V-Bucks there on your computer and then log in on your iOS and use those V-Bucks there, completely navigating, like circumnavigating the uh, purchase using iPhone. Um, and then that caught, like that iPhone, well, not iPhone, uh, Apple caught wind of that. And it's like, hey, stop that shit. And it's like, no, nah, you guys are tyrannical. Stop fuck. That's, that's what they did. They They put a link. In the Apple, and that's what I'm pretty sure, two things there. You could buy it on PC and play it on your iOS, in which it circumnavigated iOS's in-app purchase, to which they got 100% of the cut. Uh, And then they went and put a link to buy uh, V-Bucks outside of the iOS store on their own website, once again circumnavigating their their 
purchase system, meaning they don't get a cut. And that's when Apple like, fucking nah, you're getting pulled. You just all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but on top of that, like there was more stuff that came out, like Tim Sweeney sending the Apple CEO a email at 2 a.m. saying, yep, we're not following these guidelines anymore. But even mm. even before that, it was so obvious that there was this was pre-planned, right? They had their ad campaign with the fucking 1984 skit and... Was it 87 or 84? 84. But with that whole 1984 yeah. skit and the free, nine, the free Fortnite thing, right... It Hours. takes it takes a long time to make a marketing thing. Not just right? that, but like it takes you have a to... long time and a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, and, and that a was lot our, of our money after the whole situation. Yeah, that had to have been pre-planned. Not to mention they merchandise that as well. They merchand they yeah. had merchandise out as well. Literally months in advance, possibly even a full year or more. Like, so yeah, I was saying like. This like there is no doubt in my mind that they planned this, thinking that you know getting the public on their side was going to be able to sway Apple to to hand it over to go. Okay, we give up. When in fact Basically, Apple's just like, "Fuck you, no." I get, I get the feeling that they thought they could get away with this. I feel like they got the feeling that basically. With the whole Steam versus Epic Game Store, Steam mm. wins hands down in the court of public opinion, right? And yes. it feels like they're like, well, if we can do the same thing to Apple, so we're winning in the court of public opinion, they'll be forced to do it. The same way heaps of people, something comes out on, oh, it's exclusive on Epic for six months. Should have just said the release date was six months later. Like, I've heard that actually countless times, right? <laughs> mm. So they were probably hoping to pull a similar thing on Apple where it was just going public opinion. And to some extent it's worked, but it hasn't worked enough to help from a legal or business end. It's like, it completely fucked them over in, in, in the legal end. Yeah. In the business end, it made situations even worse because they – they need that money to cover their losses. Yeah, right a, a, now they, they need that money, and like I said, that that marketing ploy they did setting it up was um, it would have been costly to set up, right? Doing the whole 1984 the marketing thing that they did with free Fortnite, you know, it's marketing isn't cheap. It's There's not. a lot of shit that goes into it. Um. Yeah, so that certainly wouldn't have helped. And on top of that, just the simple fact that it came out and then it's gone into a legal thing, right? A legal battle that has like, like it's been like it's been done. Like information has come out on both sides, blah blah blah, and a verdict will end up happening at some point, right? But at the end of the day, um, I don't remember the exact ones that they were that they claimed to be violating, but Epic's like Epic's thing was uh, Apple was violating. I don't remember what it was: anti-consumer, antitrust, anti-monopoly laws. One of those three, I think. It was antitrust. Yeah, pretty sure. 
But basically, they need to prove that Apple was breaking those or they lose the court case by default. On top of that, if they lose the court case, Apple can then immediately turn around and effectively countersue and go, look, here's definite proof that they pre-planned this and broke contract intentionally. Well, that's already been proven. They've already proven that. No, that's been proven, but that's been proven, right? Yes. But the thing is, because this current case is going, that's not what this case is about. The problem is if Epic loses this case, even if they win technically, but it's even more devastating if they lose, Apple can immediately turn around and, like I said, countersue them against that breach of contract, which has already been proven. Yeah, and because this will, this whole court case again, isn't that about the breach. Fuck them. It's just about Epic. This is Epic versus this is, Apple, no, not this, Apple no. versus Epic. It's it's well either way the Apple versus Epic but the or Epic versus well, you got Apple the defendant. whatever the defendant yes, is the difference yeah. is the exact like I said there's a big multi multifaceted thing but this specific case is Epic's going we are suing Apple for breaking antitrust law specifically that's what this case is about yeah and that's the that's what this is Epic suing Apple. As I said, the Epic versus Apple where Epic is the defendant and then Apple can just go around and goes, all right, now that you lost that, how about that breach you violated? <laughs> but I think they have their, what was it, their discretion of going, we can just remove Fortnite from Apple without needing a lawsuit or they can, I would feel that they could potentially sue them. I absolutely would I would almost bet money on Apple countersuing almost just out of principle, right? They're going, no, you tried no. to set us up. You, in, you, We can see and prove that you tried to play us and they'll countersue even if they could go, no, we'll let it go. I can see them doing it just like, nah, fuck you. If you want to play that game, we can play that fucking game. <laughs> It'd be interesting Look, to see. I'm because a fan of the- Apple. But I'm I not a fan of either. I'm not a fan of either, but I definitely think in this situation, Apple, App, uh, Epic made Apple. all the mistakes. So many well, yeah. mistakes. It's, oh, it's my Lord. Just, it's not just the mistakes. It's how obvious those mistakes were. The, the fact that there's mistakes... Like some things would be like, okay, you know, you could you could chalk up to other things, but these mistakes were so obviously planned to not be mistakes that they now used against them. That's how bad I fucked up with it. And so, like with the whole marketing behind the whole situation, with them like deliberately uh, breaking the contract with uh, Apple in the in a store and trying to circumnavigate the stores, there was just so many things that Apple have done. Not Apple, Epic have done directly hoping that they would win and now the stuff they've done has been used directly against them is ammunition against them and that's only hurting them yeah if i were to make my prediction i reckon they're straight up shit creek yeah apple i said i don't want like i would love both of them to lose but obviously there's got to be a winner but epic were like a hundred percent in the wrong on this like epic did everything which is you know trying to be coy about it trying to be all this fucking greatness about it and it just was like I, they felt like they could win felt like they had control and then they basically get their shit pushed in 
which I found fucking hilarious. But that is the uh, that's, that's, that's the current so news far. on that. Yes. Um, uh, the other. Wait, where's the other one? Is this all epic Apple and Epic news, or just points? Because we had a good discussion about it. Which is there was also yes. something about Resident Evil Village and G Fuel. Yes. I don't. I, I, I don't know. There's like five articles Kenny, here. Kenny chooses the articles. <laughs> there's five articles here. Four of them are Apple versus Epic. So we'll we'll leave on this one, which is uh, G Fuel is now partnering up with Resident Evil to make G Fuel Maiden's Blood. Uh, Looking at this now, I kind of want the bottle that it comes with, which is just your basic shake bottle with... Uh... Now, how the fuck do you pronounce that lady's name? It's like Lady Dimitres. It's It sounds French. And every single time I hear it, I go, That's, that doesn't even look... That doesn't even sound remotely to how <laughs> that, that name looks. That doesn't even look like a word. Uh, Dimitres... How it sounds is Dimitresu. Uh, I hope there's a pronunciation uh, because pronunciation because I'm pretty sure like uh, Lady Dimitrescu Dimitrescu that can't be it half, half those letters are silent Dimitres Dimitris I've been pronouncing Lady Dimitris wrong go on Is tell me not Dimitrescu that's what I say. Like how I don't. How do we say my name? Like what's this? Is this the fucking how you say it? Is this how you say it? They just linked me up to a Twitter of saying, "Hey, look, this is how you say it." And it's like, no, just it's like a link for a link for a link, but a fucking just just a fucking linkception. Here, here it is. Links within links. Demi- Dimitrice. That's her name. Dimitrice. 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 That, that's fucking... Uh, but the bottle, Dimitrice. Uh, Lady Dimitrice. That's the one thing. Like, she was... Lady Dimitrice was, like, front and center for almost all of the promotional material for Resident Evil Village. Yet she is a like a fucking a small fraction of that game. Like, pretty much, she is the first problem you find and deal with. And well, I think you, every, you anyone said that who's you were like, dealing with like the four lords, right? So four lords. So Lady Dimitrice is one lord. Yeah, uh, which there yeah. is means it'd be about the second quarter lord. of the game. No. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, thinking it out, it, it wouldn't... Even if she took an, an abnormally large amount out of those four lords, you'd still wouldn't say it would be more than 30 to 40%. I like, would say it, she probably is 20% at most. At most. Because you... I, I feel you deal with Heisenberg... A lot more like Heisenberg. I feel is probably gets most of the screen time. 
Uh, the other two lords, um, you see less than Lady Dimitris, uh, but you deal with you deal with Lady Dimitris's daughters more than you deal with Lady Dimitris. Uh, she does walk around the uh, castle a lot in which you have to kind of avoid her, but it's kind of weird. She didn't feel like a threat. Like, it's like, oh, shit, she's here. Fine, I'm just going to have to dodge her sort of thing. But she didn't feel like a threat. I still think if they want... If Capcom want to do that style of enemy, like, you can't take her down. 100% you can't take her down. Um, If... Capcom wanted to keep doing that enemy. Keep doing what you did with Mr. X in the Resident Evil 2 remake. Whatever you did with Mr. X, just copy-paste that. Because last time they said they they did Mr. X but better, we got Nemesis, and that wasn't even close. Yeah, well, like that, Nemesis that was one of the filled- big draws about Mr. X, right? It was... Like I said, Nemesis was rotating around, but it felt like it was from the bits I remember. No, because I didn't play it. I just when we did the recording, mm. you were you were playing, which is it. on our channel. But Go check yeah, our channel. Oz plays on YouTube. When, from what I remember, is he wasn't a constant threat in the same way. He was, but only in kind of sections. Yeah. So Nemesis felt heavily scripted. Like, he would only appear in sections where the game wanted him to appear. He wasn't roaming around looking for you. He would just be thrown into your environment and you'd have to deal with him. The AI would work from that point on. But he was never sort of hunting you around the city. The game would just be like, all right, so Nemesis is going to appear in this part when you get to this part. And, and then he'll be it. there as that tracking threat for that section. And then after that, he'll disappear until he needs to rock but up next time. When you say tracking threat, he's not even that. It's not so much a tracking threat. It's him going, all right, we've engaged you with the fight with him uh, to start with. So we're engaging you with the fight with Nemesis. So you start fighting. You can either deal with him. Or you can escape. You can't lose him. Ah. You can't lose him like you can Mr. X. And that's why I kind of want to do a Resident Evil 2 remake playthrough on the channel. Just to show you like how much more intimidating and actually like pants shitting Mr. X is in comparison. I, I am aware of exactly how pants shitting Mr. X is. Well, I was talking about Jaden because like I yeah, I Mr. X. It. I thought I... Maybe it didn't. Like, I, I don't the know. reason the reason well, Mr. you haven't X done works, Mr. X for the remake, no. Yeah, you haven't done Mr. X for the remake. But like, the reason Mr. X in the remake works so much better than all the other ones have done is it comes down to like the construction of the game itself. Like the majority of Resident Evil Two took place in the police station, so yes. like Mr. X was free to roam around the police station because that's where you were for ninety percent of the game, and you were never really trapped when he was following you unless you you know you put yourself in that situation if you had like a a fairly decent knowledge of the police station itself you could actively avoid him and just work around him it was still pants shittingly scary but that's when th- that's when the difference was, was what because mr x 
is actively walking around the entirety of the police station looking for you. Yeah. You can't actually avoid him unless you are dodging enemies, not firing, not even running. Because Mr. X, if you're standing still, Mr. X cannot detect where you are. He is just looking around randomly. If you're running around, Mr. X is given a, okay, he's in the left side of the police station and then will actively patrol the left side. If you start firing, he will then pinpoint locate where you are and come to you. Yeah. And and they did this super good. Yeah, and that's what I wanted with Nemesis. I wanted that same thing because they came out and said, hey, look, we Nemesis is running on the Mr. X AI, but better. And it's just like, but you, he could very well be, but we don't get to put him in that same situation with Mr. X of him just patrolling the streets, looking for you, hunting you down, that sort of thing. Yeah. When, when I played he- Resident Evil 3, it felt a lot more linear than Resident Evil 2. It did. It definitely felt a lot more linear because- And that just, sort of linearity, like hamstrung nemesis being as it, much it, of a threat. And that's, and that's the big thing. It's like how they designed the city, nemesis couldn't be in certain areas at certain points and that sort of stuff because it's the city is less open world and more maze. And in that sense, we're like, it, you don't really have those shortcuts connecting you to certain areas. You pretty much have one or two ways to get to one area only. And with Resident Evil 2, you're giving a whole bunch of different puzzles that you can solve at different times in different ways in different orders. Resident Evil 3, you don't really have that. You don't have those mo- those. You don't have those um, multiple puzzles to do simultaneously you just have the order to do this checkpoint to go to here and having nemesis do, like circle around that i feel like could even soft lock um someone potentially if they're like i need to get to here but nemesis is here and i don't have any ammunition for it he's just going to kill me um, because there's only one way in, one way out. I can't avoid him. He's going to kill me. Yada yada. yada. Then that's right. that could potentially soft lock. So you can't, yeah, right. So you can get that kind of soft lock rather than. Uh... And that's why, like, I feel Nemesis was sort of restricted in that just from the level design. Whereas, like with the with the uh, police station. There was like so many different ways you can bob and re- like uh, go through the police station, but end up in the same place. There was there was so many different branching paths you can take, but still get to your area without being funneled into one way in which is like, hey, if I don't have the health and uh, I haven't saved, then I'm dead. And it gives that it gives you a chance to avoid, but at the same time, Nemesis AI. I feel wasn't given the space it needed to be as pants shitting scary as Mr. X, nor was it the proper environment to do that scenario with. But I, I, I'm super disappointed in it, but I, I, I still loved it. I still enjoyed Resident Evil Re- Free Remake. It's just that when you tell me we're working on a, a more advanced version of Mr. X's AI, and then you give me like, 
seemingly scripted events, I feel disappointed because I wanted more of that Mr. X, but you don't get that. And with uh, Lady uh, Demetrius, she felt like an even more restricted version of Nemesis. <clears throat> but at least with Nemesis, he had speed, he had weapons, he had all that. Lady Dimitres, she she had the speed of Mr. X, but was so easily avoidable, was so easy to go around, it wasn't a threat. Like, she she doesn't run as fast. She doesn't run like Nemesis. Uh, she hasn't got the ranged attacks like Nemesis. She hasn't got the claustrophobic setting as the tyrant. She hasn't got the the stalking capabilities of the tyrant. She's just kind of there. And I feel like you kind of have to, like, I literally walked behind her and she still didn't even notice me. Huh. Senpai. But and that's why I think, <laughs> like, it. like, it's, like, I wanted, like, her, but she still acts like the tyrant. But, like, you can't get rid of her, but she doesn't seem a big of a threat. And it kind of sucks because if she was a more bigger threat, like if they focused on Lady Dimitres more than they did the daughters, because you have to fight the daughters as well. And the daughters had their own mechanics of beating them. They're kind of like mini boss fights, but not really. They're not like, uh, there's like a gimmick to it. And the gimmick is like, oh, just open a window. Okay, cool. Now you can fight. And it's all that. So and I was kind of looking forward to, you know, being in that sort of situation, but unfortunately it's not how it is. So, yeah, that's a gripe with a regular one. But, fuck, would I buy that G Fuel? Do we even, can we even get G Fuel in Australia? G Maybe. Fuel I neither know nor care. I kind of want that bottle. Gamer Fuel Australia. How much are they charging for the Gamer Fuel? What is Gamer Fuel? I think it's just like an energy drink, but like with a more sustained release instead of just the burst of other energy drinks. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. That's that's how I heard it was described. Let's go to shop G Fuel energy formula tubs. Like fuel shaker. Gamer fuel shaker. That's what I want. Yeah, gamers need fuel. You can pay this with afterpay? Huh. Okay, but is that it? You just get like a shit game of fuel shaker? Like, is that it? It's literally like a fucking, was it 500 mils? 473 mils. That's fucking nothing. Absolutely nothing. How much is game of fuel? <gasps> what the fuck? That feel. Oh, fucking Wampa Fruit. Sixty-four ninety-five for forty serves. Okay, what is what does this shit contain though? I want to know what's in Game of Fuel. So it's got zero sugar. Yep. Energy complex. What's energy complex? Caffeine easily gets into the brain, affects many kinds of nervous brain cells. You fucking know. Uh, but what else is there? Consuming caffeinated beverage namely G Fuel, during periods of increased concentration will make it easy to focus much like a Jedi warrior. Ew! Oh, cringe. Uh, I cringed a bit at that. 
It improves all, all your I mood. Heard was Jedi Knights of the Round Table. Ugh. It improves your mood. Some of your feel-good neurotransmitters, such as serotonin, uh, sharpens your concentration. More effective at nailing that headshot from an impossible position. Can you just give me the fucking ingredients list? Like, how much does shipping cost as well? Because it's sixty-five bucks. It's uh, plus another eight dollars for postage. I just want to know what's in it. How much caffeine's in G Fuel? All of it. One serving has enough caffeine for one coffee. Okay, cool. What kind of coffee? A regular coffee. A okay. cup of coffee. Uh, but it doesn't have... Okay, so G Fuel is basically over-glorified coffee. That checks out. It hasn't, okay. actually, it hasn't actually said anything about what's in it. What's in G Fuel? They don't want to what? give up their super secret recipe. Energy crystals? <clears throat> That's what oh, they're boy. literally calling it. Is G Fuel fucking homeopathic remedy? Is G Fuel? Yes. So it's got G vitamins. Fuel. <laughs> G Fuel this entire time has been. Wait, a it says here placebo. 60 milligrams of caffeine per serving. G That's Fuel is homeopathic co- coffee. Homeopathic placebo coffee. So it contains vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin B6, and B12. Uh, 60 milligrams of caffeine. And focus amino fortified. Is that you mean like is that amino acid? L tosserine. And they legitimately call it energy crystals. That's why the they were saying Jedi. That's why they were saying Jedi, because energy They're crystals. Drinking gonna- power crystals. Perfect. What I've always wanted. They even have a Star Wars one called the Bad Batch. So it contains L Top. L-tyrosine, which is an amino acid, uh, which helps production of brain chemicals, uh, including uh, epiphene, neurophene, and dopamine. Dopamine. Yeah, dopamine's the the feel-good thing. So it's literally just over-glorified energy drinks. Yeah. That cost a fuck ton of money. Oh, my God. That That makes me sick. Yep. Is that all? Is that are we done? I think we're done. I think I we're think done. We're done. All right, we'll wrap that up here. Uh, so basically, uh, everything is getting wrapped up and edited. Uh, we've pretty much finished Soma, Covain, and Halo One and Two. Uh, so they'll be uploaded shortly. Um, having issues with some code vein stuff because for some reason the render's like, it's great, but this one millisecond in this video is corrupted, so the whole thing is just not working. Um, but as of next week, um, if I can get this upload done before next week, we'll be starting Final Fantasy X, the big X, which is a, a fucking fantastic a game for both how fucking retarded it is and how fun it is. Uh, so we'll be going through that. Uh, I believe everyone is in on that one. I believe I believe myself to be so. Yes. Yes, you're in it. Uh, Alex is in it, and Josh is in it, and I'll be behind the helm on that one. So that'll be like our first like go. total one, which will be interesting to see. Um, 
including uh, the unofficial fourth. The unofficial fourth. Uh, but we get. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's going to become official once he gets his art drawn up, though. Mm. And then we'll just need to start inviting him onto podcasts from time to time. And he also needs to get a better microphone. Yeah. Well, I sent you out your microphones. I might send him out one as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yeah, check us out on YouTube uh, if you're one of the many, many listeners, which there is more than expected. Check us out on YouTube and give us a sub. Give us a fucking, give us a thumbs up and put down in the comments what's your best sex position, what's your most favorite sex position. Go and like the, every video, every video, subscribe to every video, put me on your mailing list, uh, ask for merchandise, which we can actually do. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, completely we, forgot we that, that. We can actually do. I do have a T-shirt. And, yeah, so check us out on YouTube, OzPlays, uh, AUS. P-L-A-Y-S, exclamation point. And, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Whenever that yep. is, because our podcast schedule has gone to shit. It's gone to shit, well, but it now should, we should can tidy it up. Fixing up. It, yeah. it should be tidy it should up be. now. It should be. All right, we'll see you guys later. See right, ya. Catch you guys.